From the Multiply family of churches, we are Behind Open Doors, a podcast designed to take you behind the scenes, discovering what it takes to multiply disciples, leaders, and new churches. We are located in the U.S., the Hampton Roads region of Virginia. Visit us at multiplythechurch.com. My name is Aaron Denny. I am the executive director of the Multiply Family of Churches, and I'm here with our director of missions, John Slinker. Hey! And I'm also here with one director of media, Robert O'Brien. What's up? Hey, Robbie. Oh! Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I took so long. That's I was going right, to do the right. hey-ho. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, it's all good. I blame myself for trying it. Hey, Robbie. We're glad you're here, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like it's like you haven't been here, but you've been here the whole time. Yeah. And uh, you got a microphone today, and uh, I'm excited to to hear some of your input on these reflections over our first full season. Six. This is episode number 16 of season one, the Behind Open Doors podcast. We made it to the sweet 16. The sweet 16. We did indeed. Okay. Uh, speaking of 16, you know my daughter's going to be 16. Next year. Stop it. And mm. she's going to be oh. driving in March. Wow. Um, I'm a little frightened Dude. by that. Um, yeah. <laughs> at least, at least uh, I don't know. She's got a big vehicle, right? She will. She will. She she's a uh, for those of you who don't know, I won't name her name. On here I think I think she'll be fine driver. Um, I think she will. She's she's very responsible. Yeah. Um, but she is a five foot three or four blonde headed girl. She's amazing. She's a little tougher than she looks, um, mm-hmm. for sure. But you know what she wants? You'll right. love this. She wants like a jacked up F two fifty, like. Probably diesel. She doesn't know what diesel is, but um, <laughs> sounds cool. Yeah, just sounds gets cool, people right? going. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's what she wants for her vehicle. Um, yes. That's not going to happen mm. until she could buy it for herself. But her <laughs> first vehicle will certainly be one that sits off the ground, though. You need to go down to. I know she's the. I think you guys did do this. Did you go to the monster truck spot? Uh, Grave digger. Oh yeah, OBX. yeah. Yes, we did that last summer. Yeah, it good. was amazing. Yeah, we got we actually cool. rode in the one that yeah that same around the track. Did you have you done that, Robbie? Have you I have there? not. No, oh. I've I've been to the rallies, but I've never been there. Before. Oh okay, all right. Diggers Dungeon is what it's called down nice. there, and uh, I don't know on the way to the Outer Banks. Yeah, somewhere off of one they got a sweet spot. It's it's not yeah. far from here if you want to go hang out. That's a cool spot. Yeah. We go we go to the go to the diner, have a burger, and yep. uh, ride a monster truck together. Yep. yep. Yeah. You could even ride the little kid one. I was just thinking want. about that. We could all race. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe they could be our first uh, sponsor. Yeah. You should have seen Kenan on that thing though. Like when he was driving the little truck, mm-hmm. he was he was loving it. I bet. It was That's great. cool. So <laughs> driving. Yeah. Driving is happening. Sweet sixteen. We're back to the reflections on season one, um, but you know this is a, a bonus episode, so we're gonna be a little bit loose and out of sorts uh, for for this episode. Uh, we just wanted to to look back on on the season and just uh, what are the things that we enjoyed? What are the things that we are still maybe thinking about and reflecting on? And um, and and honestly, uh, we we really want to hear some feedback from you over these next couple months. We're gonna take a break. Uh, we're gonna take these reflections and go into some planning for the next season and uh man we'd really love to hear from you the listener um over these next couple months you could go to the actual website 
multiplythechurch.com and fill out the form at the bottom and give us some insight there. You could go to the Facebook uh, feedback page and uh, and give it there. You could email us, however you want to get it to us. Um, if you could, you know what? You know what they could do? They could like have a conversation face-to-face hmm. with one of us, if it's possible. Why in the world would we not ever think of that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it drives me nuts, man. People don't talk to each other nowadays. Y'all need to talk uh, to each other. Why love would we talk other? to people when we have the internet? Right, right, exactly. I That's thought we were doing a podcast so that we didn't have to talk to anybody. <laughs> They could That's just hear point. our voices That's a good point. through technology and make it seem like we were talking with them. <laughs> well, you and I are face-to-face. <laughs> Robbie's here face-to-face. We are together. We are not remote recording I this hope thing. You, so. I, hope you, uh, I hope you do reach out and yeah. uh, chat with us. I've already got, I think, like five or six coffee dates set for the first couple of weeks of January because it's, I don't know, I just, I love, uh, I love meeting with people and having that opportunity. And so that's why this season has been really fun for me because we've gotten to listen to a lot of people's stories and you get to know people more. Um, But beyond that, um, I just feel like I run out of time when it gets really busy at this Mm -hmm. time of year. So I got to push all my dates to like second, third week of January. And I know that's in the middle of abide, but hanging out, hanging out with people, chatting, catching up, you know, doing some discipleship or whatever happens. And that's, that gives me energy. Yeah. So, well, um, some of the people that we definitely want to hear from are the people that Spotify told us are the devotees, right? The devotee um, is basically how our average uh, listener has been described. It's, it says this, um, that's our, it says your listeners podcast personality is the devotee. All right. When your fans love a podcast, they really love it. I feel like this is such a condescending compliment. (laughs) No, 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 not at all. Not at all. (laughs) They're quick to support new releases and play their favorite episodes over and over. Yeah. So when you love it, you really love it. Like you go like stage four clinger, love it. Yeah. That kind of thing. <laughs> and we love you clingers out there. And uh, so uh, we want to hear from you. If you're one of those uh, devotees, um, that's what we want. Uh, is some good feedback from you during these next that's what, couple of That's months. what the conference room at Spotify wanted to call this listener, but they couldn't for copyright purposes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, clingers. The, clingers. the stage four clinger <laughs> represents. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we love it. We love it. We love it. We love you. And uh, we want to hear from you. So uh, looking back on a couple things, man, um, just uh, some of those stats are actually kind of fun. I'll, I'll, I'll read a couple of them. When You know, you got that Spotify wrapped thing a few weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, for your personal listening habits. Mm-hmm. Well, we got them for our episode listening habits and Robbie pulled them up for us. And um, it says that we created 1,136 minutes of new content. Hmm. That's pretty cool. That's crazy. That's uh, that's good. Uh, now, technically, for us, it wasn't new content, right? But for the person listening, it was probably new, right? So that's uh, that's good. It was actually then that that means it was eighty percent, more than eighty percent of other creators in our category, which is religion and spirituality. Boom. So um, we uh, we are content creating machines over here. Yep. Twenty percent. Number yes. one. Yes. 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 We're the best. Number one. 
created more content. I'm not. I'm, so here's a negative one um, that we'll we'll go into planning mode on. Fourteen percent listened to most of our episodes. That, okay. That means that like. People either got bored with us or they didn't have an hour and a half to listen or it wasn't lawn mowing season or something. Pro tip, this is like something that changed my life. Watch YouTube videos, listen to your podcasts, 1.5 times the speed. Yes. If if you're really interested and you want to still get some of the vibe and the ambiance and just the the feel, uh, 1.2 times speed is really good. It takes away all the like little pauses mm-hmm. and really helps. Yeah, that is a that is a really good point. Actually, I didn't think about that. Um, well, I don't I don't ever do that. By the way, you don't ever pause. I don't. Ever, I don't ever pause either. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't ever uh, listen on one and a half speed or whatever. I really don't. Me neither. Um, really? Uh, I don't. There's something that I can't that's, listen to myself at real speed. It drives me crazy. You talk too slow. Or I feel like I take so long to process a freaking thought that it. I just <laughs> cannot <laughs> listen to myself. I feel like such an idiot. But hey, that's hilarious. That's how it is. Uh, yeah. Well, imagine how we all feel. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. As uh, as you were saying. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah. No. It, it means that possibly we need to shorten some things, right? Maybe people like shorter episodes. I don't know. I don't think that's news to us, though. Really. <laughs> uh, I mean, it. It also depends on on the person who's listening. Because so, like you, you joked and said, you know, lawn lawn mowing season. Mm-hmm. I usually listen to podcasts if I'm mowing lawn. But the biggest way that I listen to podcasts is if I'm driving. Okay. Um, like if I know I'm going to be out for you know a couple hours running errands, I'll put something on and me too. Yeah. And during the course of my drive, at some point, even out. if I'm stopping yeah. and starting, I'm still listening to the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Do you? Um. So that's in your car. Uh. Do you guys ever listen, like while you're driving out and about, but but put it in like a headphone and then like keep it on when you go into the store? Yeah. At all? Do you ever do mm-hmm. that? Um, mm-hmm. I don't do that often, but it's one. It's one of the days that I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> right. If it's really good, yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. Yeah. If if, if I don't want to, you know, if I know I'm going to be walking around inside of Walmart for 20 minutes and I don't want to stop, then I'll go back and I'll yeah. bring AirPods with me and listen or something. Now, because we live in an urban area, um, I definitely keep one ear out. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> see, I don't. You got. Oh, to. you don't really. Okay. No. You go all in. Huh? Oh, go all in. You are a true millennial. I bet you cast lots too. <laughs> What is this? <laughs> Just without a care over here. Yep. All right. Well, um, I care for you, Robbie. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So continuing on our reflections, um, we uh, we were shared a lot of different times. And the primary way that people like to share this podcast is through a direct link um, and then uh, text messages. So um, whether it's you know sharing in an email, uh, actually, Facebook is on here as well. But um yeah, so people like to share and spread the word, and you do so primarily through a direct link or a text message. So Good to go. Te- text message surprised me, to be yeah. honest. I thought that would be lower on the list. I don't know. I, like, if somebody said, if a family member says, um, hey, can you send me the episode about such and such? Or, and it doesn't have to be a family member. That's weird. But, um, but yeah, I would probably text that to them. I wouldn't. Mm send it to them in an email or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd go grab it from That's how I've always done and it. And just share it via text message. So um yeah. I've I always shared stuff through text like that. I don't always. Yeah. 
That's this is your number one. That's how we've always. So we've always done. It. <laughs> <laughs> should we explain that one? We should that's explain we, that joke. That's always always. That's done. a pretty inside always joke, but uh, yeah. at the same time, I feel like but everybody you, would understand it. If you are in a church that's older than ten years old, mm-hmm. um, you know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just leave the cliffhanger there no, and, and give mean, the answer uh, at the <laughs> e- episode one of season two? <laughs> I don't think it's that serious. <laughs> I think people are hanging onto the edge of their seats right now. Yeah, I doubt it. No, you're right. So, Robbie, what do, what do we mean by uh, that's how we've, we've always done it? Man, some people just, I feel like a lot of people get set in their ways. Some people get too comfortable. I can say that from experience because I get too comfortable with certain things too, mm-hmm. and so that. Hey, sorry, man. <laughs> that was a really quick man. agreement. Um, <laughs> yep. Robbie and, is the uh, oldest twenty-nine-year-old that I've ever known in my life. True. So. I'm not twenty-nine yet, but 20, oh, almost. Close enough. You're like almost. Oh. Yeah. Okay, a month and a half, but yeah. So um, you're sp- you're still proving my point. <laughs> Wait a minute. When's your birthday? Uh, it was December fifth. I texted you. Did you? Didn't I? I don't know. Robbie. Maybe. I mean, check the, check your Robbie, when's your I'm birthday? I'm not checking because February I'm pretty 1st. sure I didn't text him on his. <laughs> <laughs> I think I told him the day before and I forgot. No, you did tell me the day before. I remember. <laughs> I'm not looking. You can't prove it. November 16th, so it's got to be. All right, all right, all right. No, no. Yep, 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 yep. December 5th. Happy birthday, bro. Oh, look at that. Yep. I can't see go. it. I'm a better friend. Write it down. <laughs> That's how I've always done. Are it. you? I said it the day before, so I don't. I feel like I got ahead of the game on that. Yeah, you did beat me in that regard. <laughs> okay, you can tell. Yeah, this I've link will not be shared much <laughs> through text message, yeah. or email, or any other avenue. Yep. So, um, anyway, that's how we've always, always done it. Actually, it yep. doesn't just apply to churches. It's if you have been in any no. organization for any length of time, and a per, you know that person on staff that's going to say, "Yep." That's how we've always done it. Yeah. Why would we do it that way? That's we've we never done it that way. <laughs> right, exactly. So we want to be about some innovation um, in our churches and our family of churches and in and, and discipleship too, right? Um, there are some things that you need to do and continue to do, um, but there's sometimes the system needs to be challenged. There's, there's some good change. Yeah. Not all change is bad. I right. think I'm as aggravated at people who are, are stubborn and obstinate and, and late adopters to a thing as I am. Um, people who always change something for the sake of changing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And as one who used to do that, like I, I'm, I'm the worst with routines. Okay, um, mm. like here's a, here's a good example. Do you like do you have the same shower routine every day? Do you guys have to do the same thing every day for your shower routine? My days are yeah. so different. I don't. I can. <laughs> okay, you do. Uh, I, and I think a lot of people, and I've I, from my. Uh, non-academic research people that I've talked to a lot of people have like the same kind of routine every day they they pick they go in they turn the shower on at the right mm-hmm. at the same time they grab the soap oh first, that routine they, yeah yeah yeah, they yeah, yeah. Do the shower. that's always. what I'm talking about that's what always I'm talking about. yeah yeah so yeah. it's different for me every day yeah I don't I am not for some reason I have to shift it up and it's created in me this desire and this always like wanting to 
have something new or yeah. change something or whatever. And I, I know that that is not for everyone. And so what I've learned is I've got to pull back on how much I like to change things or how fast mm-hmm. or how often I, I want to change something. Um, and now as I get older too, I actually, uh, uh, I just want to do it right and do it well. Mm-hmm. And if it needs to be innovated or sh- changed or shifted a little bit, um, then yeah, let's do that. But, uh, but, Change for change's sake, yeah, is not always a healthy thing. Yeah, so, truth. truth. Um, so we're not changing anything on this podcast as we move forward. That means we're staying at long episodes, and <laughs> <laughs> and nobody's gonna listen to it. But whatever, except for a few clingers. Yeah, <laughs> but we love you. Yeah, indeed. And um, I think there has been some really good uh, innovation and yet tradition along with this. The yeah. the the things that make traditions last are the good things. And so um, I think we've started a few traditions this year that uh, we didn't really even anticipate. Um, however, we we wanted to create the space for that to happen. Um, I think this was fun because we didn't uh, try to wrestle it uh, too much. We let it kind of grow into being its own thing. And we're still figuring it out. And next year is going to be a little different. And the year after that will continue to be different. And I'm excited for it. I'm yeah. I'm down for the ride. Yeah. So getting into a little bit more of the content things, um, we we saw that episode three was our most listened to episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it was 149 percent more streams than our average episode. Okay. Which means um, double and a half more than what people would normally listen to. Um, in other episodes episode three was called you are gifted and uh pastor caleb from little creek church was on on that episode Mm -hmm. he swears that it's listened to that much because he was on it Mm. um how many of those times though was him going back and listening to it himself (laughs) (laughs) shots fired yes Yes. Robbie, that's why you have a microphone today so i think i think um no, I love. What about the what? What's the other episode that Caleb was on? Um, the following episode, I think. Was it how many? How many? Uh, what percentage was that? Because we could get a trend line here for Caleb. No, it was the origins. It was uh, episode five. Right. Yeah. We can see how successful Caleb is, and if we need to use him more, we can. But I don't. That think That one was wasn't hit. as high. Yeah. yeah see. So. Your stock's going down, bro. Yeah, probably <laughs> not because of Caleb. Uh, uh, either way, but yeah, episode three, You Are Gifted was the title. Why do yep. we think that was, why do you think people, you know, latched onto that one? Um, I, I'm not sure, to be honest. Um, part of it might have been just because of the way that it's titled. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it could also be just the way that it was shared, maybe. Um, I'd be curious to see what Susan has to say as far as like metrics go from, you know, posting on Facebook and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, going back to Caleb, I do think there is something definitely with how, uh, you know, with uh, search engine optimization, the right wording and titles and it being for people. But just real quick before we really latch on to that one, Caleb came on and he just instantly breaks down any walls um, you know the glass wall you're never supposed to break as an actor or whatever? I'm breaking it right now. Right. Right. This whole episode is breaking that This one. whole episode <laughs> is that. Maybe that's the new <laughs> name of like... Uh, the name of the episode. Behind, <laughs> behind broken glass, glass. walls. 
Um, he did. A, he did a really good job. He does a great job on this. He does a, a great job just speaking and communicating. And um, he he has very very little self preservation, and he uh, is just himself everywhere. And you know you're going to get an authentic Caleb. And uh, I think there's something to that as well. It was also the third one, and they had only heard us the first couple of times. And so Breath of Fresh Air still had a lot of excitement at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And, and Caleb did a great job. So I think that does play into it. But the you are gifted, I think that really points to um, the heart of people and the mind of people and that good selfish pride that we have that, um, hey, what is, what is that all about? It's pretty interesting at the same time. Yeah, I think there is certainly, even in the, the Christian circles, there's certainly a um, uh, a kind of a, a self-helpism that lingers mm-hmm. in our mm-hmm. culture. Mm-hmm. And so I think when you hear something like the you are gifted thing, it, it, it's, it's pointed at me. It's about me. I'm not calling all of our listeners selfish right now. Uh, it's really hot in our culture, though. Yeah, right now. it is. It's, it's one of the highest grossing uh, categories for book sales. Yeah. If not the highest. Right. And, and has been for the last, like, 20 years. Right. And so, but the cool thing is the topic that we addressed that day or that episode was uh, about how to leverage your gifting within the church, mm-hmm. within the body. Mm-hmm. Um I just maybe it's because that topic is just not talked about enough, you know. Um, we did a great sermon series through First Corinthians a year or so ago, and we got to hit on this, you know, using your gifting within the body. And so we were kind of fresh off of that um, when we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. And so I really think that it was a supplemental piece to what we were already teaching in the churches. Um, and I and I really do think that people um, juxtaposed to, um, to, like, when you use the word leadership, right, where... When I say you are gifted to serve the body, you people kind of receive that as uh, okay, yeah, I have God's given me gifts. I can serve the body with my gifts. Yeah, I get that. But uh, when we point the finger at people and say you need to lead in the church, we don't have an episode like that. But if we if we talk a lot about leadership, I think people kind of put walls up at first with leadership because they're like, whoa, 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 leadership. You know, I've already got a lot going on in my life. You know, I lead in my home. Mm. I lead at my job. So um, so leading in the church is is that that's that next step that I'm not sure. I'm already at uh, capacity with right. everything else. I don't have the capacity to take on more responsibility. Right. But serving, serving the body, serving God oh, that feels the good. Church, that feels a little different, right? It, less less weighty, but but um, also great. Like there's just it seems like immediate impact. A lot comes along. A lot of baggage can seem like comes along with leadership. Yeah, because I get to dictate what I'm doing with my time and energy and resources, and I can come in, I can plug in, plug out uh, when I serve. When I lead, that's long term responsibility over over um, more people. Um, and not just myself and my time, right? Yeah. Which which makes sense, and and I think that's very fair for some people. Like I'd rather you not lead um, in in the church community if you're going to be an unhealthy leader. Sure. But therefore, it might be time to take stock of how many teams my children are on, 
for how many extra hobbies or curricular activities I'm doing yeah. uh, so that I can create margin to lead in, in different avenues yeah. that, uh, that I'm gifted in. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, any input on the, the, I guess the kind of finger pointing or the, um, uh, giftings and leadings. I've got one real quick. Just keep thinking though. Uh, I think it's a calling up. It's a high calling. Um, and, and yet we're giving them confidence and saying, look, you, you can do whatever you dream imaginable because it's not your power. It's God's power in you. And so there's, there's a, there's a calling up and recognizing that I am, I'm a lot more capable than I really take myself for. Yeah, that's good. And, uh, we left some resources in that episode too, with, uh, uh, gifts assessments and those kind of things, some tools to help people make this come to life. Did you want to say something, Ron? Uh, yeah, I just, I'm just piggybacking off what John said. I think, I think a lot of people know that they have gifts, but aren't always sure how to use them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think for, for stuff like this, it's very helpful for people to hear, um, how, how they can use their gifts for the glory of God. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we had 15 episodes and a pilot episode. Mm-hmm. We had 11 guests overall, five interviews, 60 plus resources, a handful of would you rather questions. <laughs> and uh, That was my favorite part. Yeah? yeah. I was going to ask. <laughs> no, out of all of this, <laughs> what, what episode, when you think of this, this first season, Mm. What's kind of that episode that you're like, yeah, that's that's the one that I would love to recreate more of. I think the sit down with Aaron episode was my favorite. Amen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would like to do more of talking, please. Or talking to myself <laughs> would be great. Uh, <laughs> Could you please ask me some more good questions? Yeah, yeah, yep. that's on you. Uh, no, funny <laughs> enough, though, that was episode 11, which was my number in sports growing up. Isn't that funny? Oh, we should have done mine right before that because my number growing up was 10. Uh, uh, well, too bad. The Lord is no longer sovereign. <laughs> we have found out. Uh, so, yeah, favorite episodes. Um, are we doing like top three or like just my favorite that we did the whole time? Um, yeah, top three. Okay. Um, let's see. I, I really did enjoy our interview with Brad. Um, and he's, he's been a close friend obviously with us for a while. So, uh, just talking to a buddy is fun, but that conversation was just so rich and deep. I got multiple people that talked to me after that episode that just said, Man, thank you for that. Like, I first of all, they didn't know, didn't necessarily know Brad that well. They just maybe heard him preach a few times at my church or something. Um, but they, they, multiple. I think, I think about five people said to me that was so good. 
just about the the courting that he talked about with his wife and the relationship that they um, tried to they remain pure through as they got towards marriage and like that progress and then then of course you know anything with Brad is going to be uh, a little deeper than normal um, because that's just what he does and what we do but that was that was probably at the top um, for yeah. me same yeah yeah really? number one okay. probably we didn't Brad. do this ahead of time yes. no so, we didn't. Yeah. Same. same honestly yeah really? really like i i like you said i i enjoy talking to brad in general but when you were on sabbatical and you were gone that summer um and brad stepped in you know to to preach i got to know brad a little mm-hmm. bit better mm-hmm. um and no offense to you or any other pastor <laughs> but brad brad just has something about him that like when he starts talking about things even if it's super deep and it's something that like i don't completely understand I can't stop listening to it because mm. it's just so interesting and and the way that he he phrases things, you know, and presents it, it's it's very rich and I I get a lot from conversations with friends. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's good. That's a good way to put it. I'm sure he'll appreciate yep. that from you. I'll probably make his head big, but Yeah. No, well. Yeah. Well, he won't stop talking, so uh, he'll just keep talking and talking and talking about it. <laughs> and, uh, He's, yeah, no, that's good. Um, that was a that was a rough summer, but a good summer. Yeah, I enjoyed that summer with Brad. Brad, Brad made that a good summer. Um, it was also 2020, so yeah, yeah right. <laughs> there was a lot going on. <laughs> there was a door. lot. Um, but no, I loved it. I thought I thought that we were just um, having one of our old conversations. Yeah, which is ultimately what started this podcast in the first place because of some of the conversations that we would have either in the office or in, you know, in a, a van in India, um, that was just like, man, we wish people could hear some of this stuff because it wasn't, again, like we said, multiple episodes on this, about this topic. We, we've said like, it wasn't necessarily that we were the best at conversating. It was more about like, I think it was almost like a wondering, like, do do people actually talk about these things? Like, mm. when it comes to spiritual matters, when it comes to discipleship, when it comes to mission, when it, you know, and, and seeing things through a theological lens um, uh, and a depth of life, um, I think we just really enjoy that, and we want to expose people to that and say, you know, you don't have to just talk about the latest episode of Game of Thrones or insert your favorite you know, TV show here. Um, let's actually have some real conversations in life. And yeah. I think that's really what birthed this right. was. Can we show people how to do that? Yep. You know? Yep. So, yep. I think, I think we've um, accomplished that goal. Um, and I think we're only going to get better bit by bit. I can't believe really like that, that is that was legit all three of our favorite episodes. And I know again, it. Again, we didn't talk about this yeah. ahead of time. So yeah. Uh, no, I loved, I loved the pace of it, the, the length of it, like the, the length. I just listened to it a couple days ago hmm. uh, again. And you're the devotee. You're the clinger no, on that. That, episode. that might've been, so <laughs> may have took me a while to get to those, <laughs> but uh, I did start it a long time ago. Um, and, I loved it. I thought uh, with the amount of time that it was that every minute was still really quality. Uh, I I felt like we dipped in and out of fun and serious and deep and light. And it was just, like I said, it was a great 
conversation, getting to know more about somebody that you already feel like you know pretty well, and then you just keep unearthing things, and um, they become even more interesting and um, beloved. Yeah. Yeah, we had a little uh, segment in the in the middle of the season or so uh, with episodes seven and eight where we, we leaned into the ladies a little bit. Yeah. Right? We talked about uh, women leading in the church in episode seven. And then, um, I don't know, it just happened to work out what you were out of town or something and we mm-hmm. needed to record. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to bring Katie in and let's yep. have a conversation. And um, so I, I have to, not just because she's my wife, but I have to honorable mention episode eight, uh, story of a pastor's wife, because after that, multiple people came up to her and said, I'm sorry, I didn't know, or mm. something to that effect, you know, uh, and that, you know, the, the things that the pastor's wife has to deal with. And, um, and it, it actually helped mend a particular relationship that um, was really cool. Uh, so uh, I'm grateful for that, that it came out, that it got to come out that way. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful that she got to talk through and process through that. Um, and at the time, I don't know if I have to remember exactly when that was, but um, she uh, she had just started uh, some some uh, counseling and I uh, was working through some things and, uh, and it was the first time she had ever done that. Hmm. And, uh, and so she was very fresh and new into that. And so, and then I threw her onto that episode while she's like dealing with some of the hurt and pain over the last 10 years and then counseling and then talking about it on a podcast. Yep. And so processing yeah, still a little so bit. She did a really good job of, of saying the, the things that were good and healthy and not just all of what she was feeling, right. you know. Um, but I'd be interested to have another conversation like that with her again sometime soon uh, because she's on kind of on the other side of this, and not fully over things, but definitely has walked through a season of processing through how God is, um, uh, what God is teaching her through mm-hmm. these, the, the, the pain and the emotion and the spiritual um, frustration and all this kind of thing. So yeah, it was, it was good. I think she got a lot out there that needed to get out there. And, um, and she's also got a new job now and it's very, she's a very different her than she was back then. Yeah. Um, yeah. It wasn't that long ago. So over the last few months, you know, how, when did we first release something? I know we've talked about this a little bit before. The first episode in general? Yeah. March 28th the, yeah, the was March. the pilot and then April 4th was the first one. So, yeah, it's there's been a lot as we look back that's happened. Um in our personal lives, uh in our friends' lives and families' lives, we've had some death uh this year. One of our team members is out of town right now um for the passing of a family member and mm-hmm. um just a lot's been happening, but this this podcast um, and these statistics and the people that we've had involved, um, I can just uh, I see how the Lord has used it, and uh, already and and just thinking about whenever something like this happens, you write a paper, you write a book, you do a message, it gets posted somewhere. You don't know six, seven, ten, fifteen years later. Um, just the truth of the gospel. Nothing I said, but the truth of the gospel will continue to be proclaimed yeah. um, un- until this gets taken down because it's illegal one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you're not joking. But, that, um, but at the same time, let me go back to the, my main point, which is <laughs> guys really, I, I think um, it's neat to hear those stats because you know that there's ministry and, and um, 
the Holy Spirit's using them as he will to accomplish his purposes. All we do, we, we say all the time, success in evangelism begins with going and it ends with telling. Yeah. And the results are up to God. And so I feel like there's no pressure when we come in here and yeah. we start discussing his truths um, and mixed with our ridiculous opinions at times <laughs> and, uh, and laughs, but um, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so let's, uh, can I, can I totally, uh, can I totally shift? Uh, that's what I was going to do. So uh, I was wondering, okay. I was like, hey. Uh, well, actually, um, you mentioned uh, a few names. Can you just run through, run through the I names? wanted to. Yeah, um, let's do it. Yeah, so do that. we've we we were just speaking about your wife Katie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was on here. She was um, during episode eight. So go check that one out if you if you missed that one. We also had Susan on here, episode seven. Susan mm-hmm. Murphy, um, who is she is our director of communications for Multiply. And we had Pastor Jordan. He is the lead pastor on the executive team at OV Church. Jordan Brown. Church. Jordan Brown. Uh, and then Caleb Denini, who's pastor at Little Creek Church. Um, and then we lead have Brad, pastor. lead pastor. Nick, Nicholas Lombardi. Yes. He's episodes 9 and 10, uh, talking about business as mission and neighborhood church. Yeah. I remember those were the days those I had fun, COVID, <laughs> and I sound like a complete just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Punk, uh, because I was still sick. Yeah. Um, those were two great episodes, by the way. They were they amazing. Were, they Nick were hard, crushed it because we did them both in a row, I think. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. so by the end of the second one, I was like totally mind, yep. you know. I'm glad we had trained. Nick because I would have, I would have yeah. just, we would have had to flush those. He's another guy similar to Brad that, like. He's, uh, I hope he's listening, but he's, um, he's a big guy. If you've never been in his presence, he's a big dude. So he, he commands the room no matter what, but his personality is almost, it's a little bit like a teddy bear initially, as far as like social, (laughs) social interaction, he's real chill, real laid back. But when you get him talking about the stuff that he knows about and that he's Mm. passionate about, just freaking watch out money that dude he is so on point yep um he believes what he believes passionately but he presents it with this gentle mm-hmm. humility that is confident mm-hmm. and i could i could listen to him talk about both those subjects um you know uh, yes. all day because he's yes. he's really 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 good at that so yep. kudos props all the things nick yes um, you crushed those two episodes thank you for that yeah uh, they were phenomenal amen i i echo the same and for jordan he, every so i got to hang out with jordan we we drove back from liberty yeah. together in the car and we were listening to a couple different albums and uh just sharing artists and he had a bunch of stories and it was amazing to hear some of those stories and um just about the artists and the ministries of uh, that they had. And then we were cut in and out of our stories. Yeah. And, um, I appreciate, I appreciate how, um, he has a reason for why he believes everything he believes mm-hmm. is there. There's, there's hardly anything accidental. I didn't see anything, yeah. um, within his, his theology or beliefs. And so I respect that. Um, you typically, um, you know, sometimes that can be hard to find. We've got really strong beliefs, but yeah. when when you when you come to back them up, you just it's kind of empty. I'm not sure that I would call um, what Tech Nine did ministry, but you know, whatever, <laughs> if that's what you want to call. I those, didn't what those share artists. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's someone else's ministry. <laughs> 
<laughs> At least that's what he says they say. Okay. All right. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, that was good. Who yeah, else? I'm, Anybody I'm, else? I'm on holding that list? back a lot of Tech Nine lines right now. <laughs> Thanks for yeah. that. Uh, uh, anybody else on that list? Did you finish them all? Not at all. You looked at me like you forgot Dylan, what we were just talking about. Mark, okay. I yeah. did. <laughs> uh, yeah. Eric, Dylan, 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 Mark, Eric was on. Mark, Eric. So Dylan, yeah. uh, Labakin, he is from Philly. He was our. Um, He's from Pittsburgh. One of our, our most. But he came from Philly. Well, you know. By way of the birds. I won't. I'm not going to get any death threats and say <laughs> the two are the same. Oh, oh. no, <laughs> no, no, don't do that. I'm joking. That's a joke. Um, and then Mark, uh, exit four off of some highway. Which I looked up, up by the way. Did you really? It's off of Jersey Turnpike. Um, okay. And it's literally like outside of Philly. It's Okay, so he the is. Dur- it's the east side. Exit four is the east side of what would be the uh, Gloucester City where Dylan was at is on the west side mm. of the turnpike. Okay. So it's uh, it's right. Nice. Kind of all right there. Um, what did you think of Mark's podcast? I loved it. Um, you know, I, Mark doesn't do a lot of those things. Yeah. So the fact that he came on was a really cool deal. I um, was excited about that. And I think, you know, you said it on the podcast itself. You said something like, I feel like I was just like in a... Christian coming of age movie or right. something like that. And I was like, that was perfect because he tells such a good story uh, with the right details and, you know, laying on the beach, hands behind my head, you know, that mm. kind of thing. Looking at the kite, stars. kite surfing yeah. in my cut off jean shorts <laughs> on the James River kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Did he say that? No. Okay. <laughs> you just added that in there? No, that's out of John's script that he's writing for his coming of age. Oh, okay. I actually just had a guy <laughs> tell me that last week. <laughs> He grew up kite surfing on the James River in jean shorts. Okay. So I stole that from another guy. But that's that, he, it was the same vivid imagery that was yeah. being used in both similar contexts. And then, so that's where it came from. Again, I think in our reflections on that same episode with Mark, we've both said like his his anchor is treasuring Jesus. And that's the, the driving force of what he does. And um, it's so it's so refreshing. Like we're relatively speaking, we're still a bunch of young dudes, you know, just trying to learn and grow and make it as disciples and leaders within the kingdom. But to have a guy uh, in his early 60s that's still saying the same things faithfully mm-hmm. that I can only imagine he was saying 20 years ago when he was our age, um, that uh, it was, it was, it's reassuring, it's encouraging, it's all the ings that want mm-hmm. to spur me on to mm-hmm. love and good deeds. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Same. And I get like I can feel the walls of self-preservation rising when I think about uh, those who have gone before us. And, you know, just like what is his perception yeah. of us as the younger guys sure. in yeah. our late 30s, early 40s? Because uh, we're doing that. Yeah. Right? With oh, it's like totally in, in Robbie's age range. We're looking back. Like, I remember when I was almost yep. 30. Yep. You don't know nothing. Right. <laughs> but I don't. But now maturing enough <laughs> to the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, um, it's humility, right? It is, and and there's a maturity that that recognizes that at one time, it would be enough self-preservation to cause you to really doubt and not make any moves or take action. Yeah. Now it's yeah. I know I don't know anything, and I'm starting to, um, 
I'm starting to get a handle on the competence and confidence piece. And so I'll just continue to keep trying because I know that's the process. You just got to be willing to fail yeah. um, and, and be in a safe space for that. All right. Well, since the glass wall on this thing is broken anyway, um, I, I was just I just pointed at my at Robbie or pointed at my wrist and looked at Robbie. And he told me we're at 47 <laughs> minutes or so. And uh, which we are, we are comfortable today. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. Um, I would, I'd love to land this plane before an hour if we can. All right. Um, just to kind of keep it keep it uh, going. So let's do let's do a little bit more of that. What, what do you got? Eric. Yes, Eric. Robbie and Julie did a commercial for us this year. She did. Yeah, yeah. She and Eric, Eric came on and, and took care of a lot of the just logistics and processes and the legality and the everything within Com- and the yeah. origins, yeah, yeah. And, and how how this whole multiply thing started. So appreciate. I love that we time. took until episode five to do the origin story. Um, I thought that was a cool move by us to kind of say, hey, here's here's what the podcast is. Just did a pilot, gospel fluency, you are gifted. What do you do when disaster strikes? And then we got to like, what who is this multiply thing yeah. anyway? You know, so yeah. um but yeah, Eric uh always gives um great thoughtful detail uh with, with that kind of story for sure. Um so let's do a let's do a couple more of these little break in the wall or break in the glass wall things, all right? Oh yeah. Um so just so put peeling back, um, going behind the open door, opening behind the open door, maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. Glass door, a glass door yeah. behind the open door, there's a glass door, and when you go behind <laughs> that door, that's when you really know, uh, what's going on around here. Um, but just so you know, like every every time we recorded, we tried to do when we were in season or in session, we did try to do like every other week recording, right? That mm-hmm. was our goal. Uh, we tried to release on Mondays because Robbie tells us that's the best days to release new podcasts. Mm-hmm. Y'all are bored. Week. What's that? Start of the week. Start of the week. Y'all are bored on Mondays. You get that notification at, what is it, 7 a.m.? 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Wow. 6 a.m. That's because we got military folks that actually get up early around here. And uh, they get that notification at 6 a.m. and you're driving in. You're like, oh, sweet. Behind Open Doors uh, has got a new podcast today. And um, that's that was our goal. So at least you could see that notification. I hope you set those notifications, by the way. Uh, whether you're listening on um, Google or Apple or Spotify and just get notification on that first, on that new episode that's coming out. You don't have to download it. You don't have to whatever. But I, I set it so that it would pop up and say, um, new episode has released. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we did record that last week, didn't we? <laughs> you know. Um, uh, but you're looking at me, and now you're going to set your own things because you didn't do that, did you? Possibly. <laughs> I, I've been telling people this whole season to go turn like turn on notifications, yeah. and I've been a hypocrite. Well, there you go. Well, John, maybe it that's helps why, a lot. Maybe that's why we uh, haven't gotten the boost in listening. Notifications. <laughs> Spotify, I had to go to – it took me to my settings. Now, I'll be honest. And, uh, I don't do it for anybody else, any other – podcast i don't do that for really me. see I, I don't i do that with all the podcasts that i listen to that i i listen to regularly really because yeah because sometimes how many is that i'm just curious um including ours probably six or seven okay and it's it's mostly to keep track uh as like a as a visual reminder to myself if i get busy with other stuff and i you know check my notifications on my phone and i'll see oh the, this podcast has a new episode that I want to listen to later. Yeah. I'll go ahead and download it that I can remember later. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, did you do it? You get did? notified. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I got it. So then uh, every episode, I would we would kind of talk through, all right, what topic are we thinking about? Well, we did that at the beginning of the year. We kind of just said, hey, here's some topics we think we'd want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And then when it came to actually planning the episode, um, I would kind of initiate some discussion there. Hey, let's. what do we think about going this direction? Um, and then you would do that as well. But I was usually the one that would kind of write up on the on the Google Doc, kind of format the episode. Direction. Right? Right, give some, uh, hey, here's the intro. Here's this kind of first initial topic we want to just bat around, you know, and have some fun with and then get into our main topic um, and, uh, and have a couple of reads in there. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, some of the stuff we do is we read it. Um, right now we are not reading, but there are times when we, re- when we are reading. That would be impressive if we were reading. I feel like <laughs> we would get some jobs pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, although when we first started, dude, I, I'm looking at our sheet right now for this episode and it's, I've got one full page and one paragraph on the second page. But you remember when I f- we first started this, mm-hmm. I wrote out like pages, four to five pages. Yep. Yeah, um, the, first, the first couple episodes were like five pages easy. Yeah, and and it was more for me than I think it was for you guys because I felt the responsibility to try to guide the thing, you know. And I'm not an extrovert, so I thought through the whole episode ahead of time. And it at that those ones took like three hours to hmm. to write up easily. Do you um, feel like those were better than the ones that we did? more unstructured so i don't know if i would say better but i think so but that's the thing they were we still are doing a pretty decent structure we are but i don't i don't need as much guidance now and so i knew that i was writing myself clear as mark would say right yes i was writing myself clear at the beginning and now i had more of a rhythm and a routine about it so i didn't need as much Mm -hmm. on the uh on the episode doc itself because i was i felt more confident going with it so that was me i like it so you have a routine with this but you don't have a routine in the shower that's true. Yes, yes. Uh, That's what counts. I did. That was a fun season. See you later. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Um. So there was there was um one other thing we were going to discuss. No. Um. So it's speaking of structure and good yeah, structure yeah, we, and right. being on and it. This is, yeah. Um. We did have something here about resources. Did you want to share anything about resources other no. than the fact that we had like sixty? <laughs> A lot, a whole lot. We I think that's one of the things we do. We do well is we try to push resources out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all are actually using these resources, mm-hmm. um, but we have them, and we want you to use them. It's a, um, this whole thing is a resource yeah. on conversation. We've discussed that, but mm-hmm. also we do want you to feel like, hey, you you can go to the garage and pick up the right tool or the right principle, or when you're struggling with something. Um, there's there's a lot of different things on there for leadership and um, yeah and I think the best tool uh, analogy that you can use is the the tool belt the toolbox and the tool shed mm-hmm. right so in the tool belt you have the stuff that you just you know that you're gonna need readily available right we need um, we need grace prompting we need uh, uh, the core groups. Um, guide. You know, we need these things that circles we know, of circles of influence, the yeah. things that we know we're going to use all the time are in the tool belt, right? Mm-hmm. In the toolbox, where it's maybe a few steps away, you know, uh, but it's got a larger capacity to hold some things. Yeah. This is where we've got some. I don't necessarily uh, have these available. tools memorized, right. 
but I definitely keep them closer. Yeah. Yeah. Or I've sure. used them more recently. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And uh, and then we have the tool shed that is like, okay, there's actually some stuff in the tool shed that I don't even know that I know how to use. Um, right. But it's there. Yeah. And if I ever need it, um, you know those pliers that like open, I forget what they're called, but they like yeah. open the round thing backwards. It's, it's, it, yeah, for and, the uh, C-clamp or whatever it is. Whatever. It's not a yeah, C-clamp, but it's, yeah. uh, it's the ring. They, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, whatever that is. That thing. Uh, that thing. <laughs> I've got like one of those. I do too. And it's... So crappy, like yep. it's it's a terrible. Uh, I think my neighbor gave it to me like twenty years ago, and uh, and I still have it because I didn't have one before, and I still have this one that's janky, but yep. it works. And it I makes use me it, feel so uncoordinated. And I use it once every three years, you know, but but it's there, right? That's, that's right. The, that's, that's the good. tool shed. Yep, yep. That's helpful. So was there um, was there anything this year? That you feel like, man, um, I probably could have gone without saying that or having that. <laughs> this is the regrets. There. We're going to do a whole episode on regrets. What's your regrets <laughs> of regrets? the year? Yep. yep. No regrets. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have any regrets either. No, I. I yeah, I cut except them all for. Out. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a good one because uh, I will yeah. say I am 16 for 16 in not telling Robbie to cut something out. I'm you, proud sir. of my 50%. You, sir, <laughs> on the other hand. That's that's good for me. <laughs> Remember yeah. hey, uh, what my Enneagram is. He has the, uh, he had the, the ride home regerts. <laughs> <laughs> He's riding home and he calls hey, up Robbie and he's hey, like, "Hey Robbie, you're gonna need to take that out, bro. I can't have that out there, man." Fifty percent of the time, I just want to put that out there. This is uh, by I the shouldn't way, have said that, Robbie. This is extrovert versus introvert once again. This is older brother, little brother, right here. Yeah. Yep, exactly. It's exactly what it is. Yep. Oh man, your uh, your stability, I appreciate. It brings me a lot of. Um, uh, peace and liberty to feel like I can run into brick walls and call Robbie to say, ouch, and yeah. please, please fix that. Spoken like a true little brother. That's right. <laughs> yep. yep. In, all, in all seriousness, like that's been a lot of my role in life, you know? And so I, I it's, it's fun and it's funny to poke at, but it's just, it's how God uses the circumstances and things around us to wire us a certain mm. way. And uh, and we're all gifted in those particular ways to bring it all together. Yeah. I was, so I did. I just, for the first time, I don't know how many self-assessments, I don't know how many gifts assessments, personality tests, I've taken them all. Disc, you know, are you a golden retriever or a, you know, duck or an otter, whatever those are, a lion. And then you've got the MBTI with the INFJs, ENTPs, all that stuff. Um, you got the five voices, uh, leadership voice system through giant worldwide. And then you've got disc and I might've already said that, but I just did the Enneagram a couple weeks ago. It's been huge in the kingdom circles for a long time. Um, I was super late to it, but whatever I, I found was out, too. I just didn't what mind. I was really, uh, six, seven, eight months ago. Is that it? I yeah, thought I, I didn't okay. really, I, I, yeah. Anyway, it's it, no, it, it's helpful. It filled in some other blanks. I think it was more helpful for me to read about my wife than it was about me on this one, mm-hmm. uh, in some ways, but they're really confirming if anything else. Right. And, right. and you do get oh, yeah. another shade of color within there. Um, 
that you might not have picked up before. So it's cool. You just get to see a little bit more of yourself. But what I found and, and what I came um, to see after doing that was and having a conversation with a buddy, and it might have been Caleb, but it's really neat how God has built into our personalities and our DNA and our giftings, the things that we're really good at, the things that we have a bent for and the things that we don't, it's neat to see how he built community into our personalities. Yeah. Individually. Yeah. In different ways. Yeah. Because I grow in and thrive. If you're growing and thriving in your personality, right. And, and your strengths and gifts, I rely on you just like we rely on Robbie and Robbie relies on us and, and we all complement one another and, that's how we were, we were created with a limited personality so that other people would fill in around us. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Well, Robbie, any final words before we, uh, shut this plane down? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just, um, I've, I've enjoyed this season. I've enjoyed sitting here mostly listening to you guys. Hmm. Um, number one devotee right here <laughs> you get the trophy award Brad gets the favorite podcast yeah. of the season award I don't know what we're going to call that Yeah, but we'll find you some kind of trophy or not I don't care about trophies <laughs> you Brad might trophy. I don't know that, that's not my problem um, <laughs> we appreciate you Robbie you've yeah. done a lot bro yeah yeah. I um, editing the podcast has been one of the most fun things that I've done job-wise this year. Hmm. I, I really enjoy it. Well, that's so. cool. Because a little look ahead, there may be more to come. Mm. So you better be ready. Get your little editing fingers ready to go. <laughs> and, uh, and multiply I will if you yourself. don't call them that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the last thing I want to say about that, though, is that uh, if if you're listening and you are passionate about podcasting and uh, you're excited about this. this, this may be looking behind the scenes. These are the kind of episodes that you love because you want to hear, you don't want things to be so structured. You want to know how it works, right? That's perfect because we're trying to build a podcast team right now. Um, no joke. We're looking to expand this little podcast network that we've begun. And uh, we don't even know what that looks like yet. Yeah. We're just dreaming a little bit. And so yeah. we're going into a dreaming season, what's going to turn into a planning season over the next couple months here. And uh, if you want to be involved on a podcast team, then please, please, please reach out to us and let us know. Um, we would love to have you and love to, well, if you're good, we'd love to have you. But... Uh, <laughs> So, 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 yep. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Hey, Robbie, can you cut that out? <laughs> yeah. Woo. <laughs> we got him. Yeah. First nope. one. Nope. <sighs> Just joking. We, see, care. you get him a little comfortable <laughs> and then you mess yeah. up. Right. No, no, no. Go we, say something you really meant. We, <laughs> <laughs> you really meant. That's awesome. Uh, no, we would love to have you uh, helping out with um, yes. one of our podcast mm-hmm. teams that's going to be developing over the next year, and uh, it's going to be exciting. So Yeah, the, the garage is growing, in a sense. Yeah. We don't even know what cars are going to fit in there, but um, maybe a car podcast. Yeah, a car podcast, yeah. Hmm. Okay, last check behind the scenes here. Uh, have there been any sports analogies in this episode yet? I don't think so. Okay, John has not successfully snuck in. I I was sports. when he said that I was literally thinking, do cars count? <laughs> yeah, NASCAR's no, no, a thing. No, they don't. They don't count. No. I decided to punt on sports analogies oh. this week. There it goes. <laughs> there we go. 
we go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good one. Well, hey, uh, I'm ready to end. Are you ready to end? No, I love this. This is great. Um, <laughs> well, we went over an hour now. Yeah, I know. So. We we told Robbie to keep us on track, and you know he's just enjoying listening. And <laughs> now, Robbie, you know, microphone. I feel like to... <laughs> I, I feel like we didn't give give you enough uh, thanks, but maybe we did. Um, love you, bro. It was you've plenty. done you've done great. It was um, plenty. It's plenty been of good, thanks. and I'm excited for next year. And I hope that you can just continue reproducing yourself and your work and and building into others and. Uh, yeah, who knows what's going to happen in, in the future and what God's going to use us for. So, hey, let's end this way. This, my friends, is what we call a read to end. So open up your little phone there since you don't have your laptop today. And uh, let's read to the end, and this will be the end of season one. Here we go. Ready? <clears throat> one of the primary roles of Multiply is to equip our family of churches with the resources they need to multiply disciples, leaders, and new churches. New churches are led by planters and teams who are prepared in our pathways to planting with the Times 12 Church Planting Network, times12.org. Leaders are developed using our leader pathway. Disciples who want to grow as disciples of Jesus can access our disciple-making toolbox, and both of those are available at multiplythechurch.com. So as we finish it up season one of Behind Open Doors, we want to remind you this podcast is written, produced, and distributed all in the Multiply family. Your giving to the Multiply Project makes this possible, and we are so grateful for the support structure that exists in our family of churches. You can give to the Multiply Project by making a pledge with us or by one-time donation at multiplythechurch.com. For now, it's time to close down the podcast. But remember, the doors are wide open here, um, especially as uh, we open them back up for the next season. Um, they'll be thrown back wide open uh, here with you guys, the uh, Multiply family and all those others outside of the Hampton Roads area that are listening in. If you found this podcast helpful, please be sure to subscribe, uh, leave a review. For goodness sakes, turn your notifications on, people. We've been asking forever. Uh, <laughs> please be sure to subscribe, leave a review. This helps us to be seen by other folks who may enjoy a behind-the-scenes discussion like this, this one especially. Um, I'm, I'm actually, as I read this, I wonder if this is going to be our most listened to one as we've been most unhinged. Uh, you can join our Facebook page. Probably not. And the discussion, uh, yeah, probably not. And, and, uh, and continue the discussion with us, uh, about the episodes. And finally, you can share this episode and others to your social media pages. You've been listening to the Behind Open Doors podcast, where we take you behind the scenes, discovering what it takes to multiply disciples, leaders, and new churches. Let the word dwell richly in you, and may God multiply your efforts for the kingdom.